Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your home up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's up, everybody? It is your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye, on Thursday, September 24th, 2015. You're checking in with Blazing Rye backstage, and I would like to welcome you all to the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Uh, Mr. Jonathan Weeks, uh, how are you? Uh? Good, uh, what's going on, man? Uh, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Suddenly I feel like I want to break loose Jump in my six and come and see you Girl, you're gonna do something that's brand new Plus I got a kinky surprise for you So girl, get ready cause I'm on my way And put your sexy body in some baggagee And girl, you know when you can feel it right now Baby, this is how it's all going down There'll be three knocks at the door my baby, a trench coat hits the floor. My baby, lay back in the chair. My baby, cause I'm about to go ahead. My baby, and get your body real oiled. And lately, girl, what you been thinking lately? Tonight I'm gonna put a switch a Do you mind if I step for you? Ooh, your room. <laughs> What's going on, man? You killed it, man. Yes. You pulled yes, that switcheroo right yes. there. Woo, woo. A fly just flew in woo, my face. Woo. woo, woo. I think it was a mosquito. Woo, woo. Mosquito just flew in mosquito. my face. God, I'm gonna. We're gonna end this episode. I'm gonna be all bitten up by by the skeeters. <laughs> anyway. Do it up, uh, man. Do it up. Well. Uh, welcome back to everybody, uh, our listener Carl. It's been um, about a month since we last did the podcast, and and I I don't know what we we were you know we were traveling, we were all over the place. Uh, I was seeing way too much of Nick Jonas, um, and uh, what's what's been going on in your life, Jonathan Weeks? Ma? Oh, not much, man. Just uh. Jet traveling, going crazy, you know, all over the world, bringing our show to uh, brand new levels of uh, international insanity. Uh, just doing it big, good alive, going hard, not going home, and then doing it big. Oh, that's right. Uh, no, you I, went I, I, to I went, Europe, right? I did. I went on a cruise with the uh, fam, family to uh, Italy, France, and uh, what else is that? Uh, Spain. It was, it was great, fun, very good. You know, one of my, well, it is my first trip outside the uh, 
U.S. to decide Canada. But uh, it was nice. Good. Good race. Great kids. <laughs> um, uh, you went to Italy, France, and where? Spain? Spain and, uh, you know, and then I uh, went to two, two smaller countries, which I didn't even know were countries before. I knew. I knew I, went to Monaco. I knew Monaco was a country, but I know the Vatican was a country of itself. Oh, uh, it is? Yeah, apparently. And then uh, they got their own territory. They got their own, you know, the Pope, of course, like their emperor in a way. And then uh, uh, they got their own money. They even got their own money. I mean, they have the euro, but, uh, you know, they had this had the, uh, you know, different popes on it. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, I didn't even know that. And then I uh, got the uh, privilege of going to the, the actual Vatican, which was uh, pretty amazing, I gotta say, it was uh, pretty overwhelming. Would you say it was a not religious not even experience? That religious. <laughs> what? Was it a religious experience? <laughs> yes, it was. And now the Pope's here in New York, destroying everything. Yeah, I know. He's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, you know, a big traffic stop, right? It's, it's nuts. Yeah, well, apparently uh, the Pope and the President are in town tomorrow, uh, so, you know, um, most people will be working from home, uh, I believe. Yeah, what a disaster. I mean, I heard that uh, traffic is terrible. He's, what, he's driving around in his little Fiat. I mean, I don't know. And the President <laughs> as well. And uh, the U.S. is like getting together. Aren't people? It's like nuts. What? It's like nuts. Isn't the uh, isn't the UN having like a session yeah. tomorrow or something? Yeah. Like that? I don't, I don't yeah. know why everything has to be done tomorrow. And now, is the Pope in a Fiat? I thought it was a PT Cruiser. I know you might be right. You might be right. I, 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 isn't he like driving? You know, somebody's driving here uh, for him, but he's he's decided to go all uh, all you know economy, I guess. <laughs> you know, economics. He's not having a huge. Popeil and uh, all this craziness. It's just what Enterprise picked him up in in the airport is really what it came down to. <laughs> I know, but it's just crazy. It's like even my friends who are not even religious are going nuts about the Pope. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah the, the, all this... Um, this this fanfare and insanity for, for one guy is uh, is pretty crazy. <laughs> It's a bit much. It's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's there's something we can agree on. Um, <laughs> You're right about so, that one, Thomas boy. <laughs> did you find that people in France were rude or were they friendly? You know, I didn't get that much time in France, but I will say that uh, the infrastructure and what France looked like, you know, what I saw was the most similar to the United States out of those four or five countries that I've been to. France uh, was actually really nice. The highway system was just, you know, just commenting on the highway system. But it was just, uh, it was just as, uh, it's just like ours. I think, you know, we're pretty, very similar. I think the people are, yeah, I don't think they were as down to earth as uh, Italians were. I think they were the best. But uh, um, I think they were, they were okay. They weren't as rude as I thought they would be. But I didn't get too much into uh France. I was more immersed in, in Spain and, and Italy, I think. What's something really bizarre that happened on this trip? Oh, bizarre. Oh, 
gone. Yes. Yes. Oh. I need it now. What was? What? <laughs> Say uh, it now. Uh, uh, nothing? Nothing got nothing. for gone. I mean, uh, we all... Uh, I don't know. It sounded the food kind of sucked in Europe. I mean, that wasn't really bizarre. But uh, if you're a big fat American, uh, <laughs> Europe is not a good place to go. <laughs> what uh, what type of cuisines did you eat? I mean, we had pizza in uh, Italy mm-hmm. and uh, pasta in Italy, which you think is phenomenal. The pasta is phenomenal, but. I, I was, you know, I, I gotta say, I think we have to put a piece of New England. That's a really good <laughs> yeah. statement. I, I mean, no, of no way. It's, what? it's true. It's 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 a perfectly valid statement. The best pizza in the world in New Haven. I think so. I, I know that. I don't. You know, some people think I'm nuts, but uh, the pasta was great. The pizza was not that great. Uh, in in um, Spain, everything is, I think, is overrated. At least in Barcelona, I think. We had paella there. We thought the paella was going to be great. You know, they're all into that the top of the stuff, which is extremely expensive and really not filling, and it's not a great value either. Um, and then uh, we were just lucky we were on a cruise. Otherwise, I think otherwise I literally think I would have lost, like, 80 pounds in Europe because it's just so expensive. And uh, eating out is, like, so ridiculous. Even the water. I mean, they charge you for... You know, the water, it's a big rip-off. It's like, you know, you can't even get tap water. So water, uh, just a bottle of water for an entire family is like 10, 12 bucks. And would you get, would you get, I know sparkling water is a big thing over there. Would you get still or sparkling? Uh, we got still, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, we, I don't think they even told us. They just brought us, you know, the most expensive bottle of water. It was ridiculous. And, uh, uh, but yeah, they have a lot of bakeries. In Barcelona, at least, it's beautiful. I'd say uh, the country is beautiful. But in Italy, I will say um, some of that infrastructure is in big, that's that shape, and uh, the traffic terrible in uh, like places like um, where were we, Sorrento, and um, I forget where we were. It wasn't Sicily, but Sorrento, Naples. They say they even said that the, the tour guide, I don't know if he was joking, but he said the mafia is back on the rise. Oh yeah, crazy. Was anyone in Sorrento driving a Kia Sorrento? (laughs) I think there was actually. The guy was like running a red light. They don't like follow the regular traffic regulations they do in America. (laughs) They do whatever the hell they want to do. (laughs) Pretty much. And uh, you know, so I was glad my dad didn't wreck the car. I think we'd all die. But uh, (laughs) yeah. well, it was beautiful. I thought uh, Rome, I think, was like the highlight of the trip. I thought, but you know, my brother hated it because it was a dirt, big, dirty city. So I, I like big, dirty cities, I guess. Um, but, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> what, but Rome what, what, was awesome. What was so great about Rome to you? I think, you know, the big buildings and the just the overwhelming nature of their architecture and uh, you know, just so many different places and the history behind the buildings is just incredible. I mean, we passed by their uh, capital, and it's, it's, you know, the United States Capitol is modeled after it, and their capital is just out of this world. I mean, and then you walk, you know, not too far away, you see the Colosseum, uh, the Parthenon. It's right in the middle of the street as you walk through different, different corners. I mean, 
it could be kind of shady at night, too. I think there's uh, – it's a weird place, man. There's, like, a lot of – I get this feeling there's a lot of secret societies. There's a lot of dudes walking around in suits that don't feel like they're working, and they're wearing sunglasses and driving around. I don't know if it's, like, the Pope's security or it's, like, uh, in uh, Kia you know, I don't know, the mafia, but it, it was yeah. odd. But uh, it, it's a, it, I think it's a storied city. That's why I kind of like it, and there's things going on. My brother's like, eh, you know, he'd like to, he'd rather see a place like Monaco, which is ultra modern, ultra chic, very rich, very, um, you know, very stylistic, I guess. Very cool. I mean, that place is ridiculous. It's like, uh, so rich, it's ridiculous, and they only allow eight new citizens every year because it's so selective. Is is Monaco in Africa? <laughs> Monaco, it sounds like it. It's like. It's like why uh, do I near, think it's in? What am I confusing it with? Morocco? I think Morocco, maybe. Okay, where's I'm Monaco? Think, I think of Morocco when I hear that, but yeah, um, I never even knew freaking Monaco existed. But uh, you know, it's, just, it's a protectorate. But it's not a protectorate. It's its own country, but its military is assigned to France. Ah, okay. So it's a lot of French people, but it, they're like the up, very upper society of France, and uh, it's like. It, it was in one of the James Bond films, and uh, there's not a whole lot to do there for me, but the views are insane. It occurs to me, after, yeah. uh, after all these years, of uh, I thought that the Prince of Monaco and Grace Kelly and all that stuff, I thought yeah. all of that was happening in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was happening in the Middle East. I mean... <laughs> What, what I mean, were you going to uh, say? It, you were going to say something. I interrupted you. No, I thought it was it happened in the Middle East, but no, I was going to say exactly what you just said with the Grace Kelly. And, uh, you know, Europe was a great, great trip, eye-opening, but uh, uh, I'm glad to be in America because I think we, uh, you know, if you want to be big and fat and you like value and you like to buy stuff, in America, there's no better country than America. I think, you know, if you want to have a lot of stuff in your room, America's the place to be. It's like you're saying, if you want to be a fucking asshole, just stay in America. It's, it's the perfect place to remain an asshole for your entire life. If you want to be a greedy, selfish a-hole, America is your country. <laughs> I think that's Donald Trump's new campaign slogan. <laughs> Oh, you brought him up, Donald Trump, now. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's read like, some damn article, you know. He's, uh, yeah. He's he's still surging in the polls. I mean, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I asked you what is happening, and I, I don't, I, I still don't understand. I know you regretted it. I know. I... No, no, I didn't regret <laughs> it. I just don't. I, I don't. I, I don't think your explanation explained anything. I don't think it did either. I, I thought this was just some kind of weird phenomenon, you know, like a ghost. It comes and it disappears, but uh, I think it's just kind of here to stay. I don't know what's going on. I mean, he's doing, like, everything to not be the nominee. He's like, yeah, I, I saw something right. where almost every time he speaks um, to, like, a crowd of his supporters, he's doing, like, a, a comedy bit, and he sounds like... Uh, what did I say today? He sounds like an old Jewish grandmother 
Um, a stand-up comedian. The way that he talks, he's like, he's like, and then you know they put us in a room uh, with a hundred-degree heat for three and a half hours, and poor Chris Christie. I mean, poor Chris Christie. I like the guy, but geez, come on. I mean, he's a nice guy, you know. And and uh, Marco Rubio, I don't know. He I, he, I had never seen a young man sweat that much. And the way he kept going with the water, and he's just like saying all this shit. He's he's distancing. He's separate. He's breaking up with Fox News, which is typically. A conservative's friend, and he's doing all this stuff to not gain support, and he's just getting more and more the more he does crazy shit. You're so right. I mean, he insults everyone. He insults Fox Muslims. He insults the Pope. You know, Pope, yeah, you're right. You're totally, you hit it on the nail there. It, it is a John comedy McCain. thing to him. He's, yeah. Yeah, John McCain. He's insulting everything that the party that he's representing is about. And uh, somehow he's winning. I don't know what is going on. And I think that's what happened with Scott Walker. I don't think he understood what is going on in this race. He just had to get out of there. <laughs> well, Scott Walker is on, um, I mean, he's he's about two, he's like a second away from being mentally challenged or something. I don't know what's going on. Um, but uh, that's rude. I apologize. Um, so uh, there's... um rude to mentally challenged people. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. I'm, I'm, I apologize. Oh. Uh, um, not this guy. I don't give a fuck about Scott Ward. So uh, the, 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 the... I, I got to ask you something about... Um, I, I I logged on to uh, our Blog Talk Radio dashboard to upload some audio clips last night, and right. I noticed something very perplexing. And I'm wondering Uh-oh. if <laughs> wondering if you can help me understand. So there's a series of like it shows me this graph here shows me uh, listens over the last. 30 days and going from August 26th to September 24th um you know we didn't do a, a show or we only did like one show in that time so it's pretty minimal it's like um on August 26th we had 17 listens and then 38 listens on the 27th and then 24 on the oh, 28th wow. and then we're going to like uh two listens on the 31st and one listen on the 4th <laughs> and then one listen. We had a couple straight days of one listener. <laughs> uh, September seventh, September eighth, um, and then uh, September ninth, we had three listeners. September tenth, we had eight. Then on September eleventh, we had six. September twelfth, we had one again. Seventeenth, um, <laughs> we had nine, nine listens. Oh wow! The, the 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 fourteenth we had six, the fifteenth we had four, the sixteenth we had seventeen. That was a good day. Um, wow. The September seventeenth we had four listens. Now now here's where it gets a little complicated. Um, mm-hmm. September eighteenth uh, we had eleven listens. September nineteenth we had eleven listens. September twentieth, one thousand three hundred eighty-nine listens. 
what? Are you kidding me? And I have no idea what happened during that time or what episodes people were listening to or anything. Do you have any idea? Are you guys are kidding me? Are you serious? Yeah, we go from eleven. We go from a series of one listen a day to about fourteen hundred <laughs> in one day, thirteen hundred eighty-nine in one day, and then even the next day after that, it was six hundred eighty-seven listens. So a lot in those two days. What what explains that phenomenon? I mean, what 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 day was that? This the seventeenth, you said? No, that well, the seventeenth. I was building up. The this is on the twentieth and the twenty-first. We had a lot of listens. The twentieth peaking at thirteen eighty-nine. In one day. What even explains that? That's really strange. I don't know, uh, man. Yeah, was, I looked at it last wasn't night. Wasn't your I was birthday like, around there? You well, my birthday is on the 18th, so that's when we had 11, and then it looks like another 11 on the 19th, and then the 20th, 1,389 uh, listens. It, how do you? Are you you're serious. First of all, are you being serious, or are you just yeah? I can send you this. this no, I'll send you this the screenshot odd. right I now. Did, what is this, like a birthday phenomenon? What hell what, what kind of is this? But it wasn't on my birthday. It was on that day that I posted that status about L.A., but I don't think that that, I mean, and that, and that was a pretty popular status getting like 70-something likes, but it wasn't, it, it didn't link anything to the rate. It had, I mentioned nothing about the radio show, and then it, there wasn't a clear, I went through like every episode of the hundreds of episodes uh, of Blazing Rye and Blazing Rye backstage, and there's no particular one that I noticed uh, had a, a a surge of listens. So I am just very perplexed here. I'm very perplexed. I'm just as perplexed. I don't understand how to, you know, you know, rationalize uh, this. I can only say that there's some kind of, you know, backdraft from your your birthday, but it, it still doesn't explain the, the huge increase. I mean, is there a glitch in the system, uh, in the numbers? Uh, <laughs> but then again, that doesn't make much sense. But it still doesn't make no sense that it would explode like that. What community of listeners is out there that even wants, first of all, wants to listen to our show? <laughs> Secondly, uh, wants all, at one point, at all at one point, to watch to listen to the show, especially those two consecutive days. What happened the third day consecutively after the 600s? And so, listen to that one show. Um, six. <laughs> provided linked to something. I wish it was click throughable so I could actually see what episodes people are listening to. I kept on trying to pull up different charts and graphs and stuff, but all everything is very generic and I couldn't uh I couldn't narrow it down to what people were li- I don't know if it's one particular episode. It didn't look like it. Maybe it was several episodes. I don't know. I don't know. Did you have any activity, uh, either a radio or anything like that? Uh, other shows that you did during that time or no? No. Not since the last time we spoke. It's very odd, very odd. I don't know how to explain that. But it's funny that you bring that up. I mean, that's great that you did. That's that's weird. Weird. <laughs> I can't explain it. I, you, I, 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 you know, this is ridiculous. What is going on? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I mean... The, let, let me ask you: Is that the most listens you've ever had on the show for a day, or no? Uh no, it's it's not. Okay. But it's, so you, it's 
it's the most in you know recent history it's it, it the most was probably um i i don't know it was, it it was, was probably a Nikki episode was it <laughs> no, but it was it was probably that Michael Fairman uh, soap on air on soap soap opera guru. So many listens, so many fans. Um, that that one I think did a little more in one day, or may have done about the same amount. But yeah, what a thirteen hundred eighty nine listens. That's odd. I don't know how to explain that. It's a phenomenon. I've been using that word a lot lately in the show, but uh, that's a that's a phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, and then six and three, and then today zero. But I think today will be uh, there will be a few more when the it'll be like six today. Yeah, maybe <laughs> or maybe like negative two. Um, today will be uh, negative one thousand three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, so um. You know how George Carlin is my favorite comedian ever of all time? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a great comedian. I mean, uh, logically so. I mean, you have good taste. He's a great comedian, great kid. Okay, so his daughter was on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast and uh, Kelly Carlin. And Gilbert can ask her anything, anything at all for his oh, last my question. Lord. And I want, and they had a great chat about, you know, about her dad and about substance abuse and about how her dad was a nice guy and and supported comedians and uh, would always stop and sign stuff. And then they talked about their family life and how her parents were ready to kill each other and all this very deep conversation. And then this is, this is uh, what Gilbert says towards the end. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Last question. You got a last question? Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to be about him. I'm so afraid now. Do you like to suck cock? <laughs> Not as much as I used to. No. <laughs> well, like, if it was a comedian. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Yeah. What if he... What if he was a voice in a Disney car? <laughs> <laughs> Still a fan? <laughs> She's thinking about it. What character? <laughs> Only a lead. Uh, I want to play you the beginning one more time. Last question. You got a last question? Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> about him. I'm so afraid now. <laughs> Do you like to suck cock? <laughs> Not as much as I used to. No. <laughs> well, now, did, did you hear that that wheeze that Gilbert let out right after yeah, he said that? Uh, yeah, that, that genuine wheeze <laughs> that uh, he, he does when he laughs. He's insane. <laughs> well, what do you think about that clip? Well, great, first of all. It's a classic <laughs> Gilbert Godwin. Secondly, I'm just thinking about if. I ever had the chance to be on that show. I don't think I would because I'd be scared to death what he'd ask. What do you think he would ask you? Oh, my God. Probably the same question. (laughs) (laughs) So, John Weeks, do you like to suck cock? (laughs) That is a scary question. Not as much as I used to. (laughs) 
Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Gilbert is just amazing. And only he can get away with that kind of thing. That's that's ridiculous. It's awesome. Yeah. It's hilarious. (laughs) So so funny. I know you're probably sick of me playing clips from his show. uh, No, no, not at all. I love the uh, clips. Those Those are phenomenal. Oh, they are so funny. Let's maybe we'll play one now. Let's see where, yeah, where we go. Yeah, why not? I love them. Uh, okay, let's try. Uh, try. We'll try this one. So, how do you say your name again? <laughs> <laughs> Just call me sir. Okay. <laughs> Have you changed it since the beginning of the show? <laughs> I love how Stephen Gilbert can make Buscemi seem so normal, so reasonable, and it makes Gilbert sound so maniacal and crazy. <laughs> well, that's that's like Steve Buscemi said. He said he uh, he when he was cast in Fargo, he he asked the Cohen brothers, uh, "Do you want me to 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 like I have some some." Uh, uh, makeup or some some stuff I can you know make my face look weirder and they're like um, no that that's okay and he was like oh oh okay uh, let's try this one so after Fargo yes. you're not auditioning for the Coens anymore no, now I love it become... that Gilbert only has a casual knowledge of my career <laughs> Hot Mess Awards. Let's let's open it up. Tonight we got John Weeks' doctor, Dr. Vinny Boombots. Vinny, how you doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on, guys? How you doing? <laughs> pretty well. Good, how you doing? Well. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I gotta, I gotta say, like, um, I've never been on the radio before, and I've been practicing my radio voice, which I obviously don't have because, in being Italian American, I always ended up sounding like Joe Pesci. It was really bad. <laughs> I kept coming out. What the fuck is so funny about me, huh? <laughs> it's really awful. Pretty good. You're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're, you're definitely going to get to a negative 1,000 listeners after tonight. I'm just <laughs> did, did you hear what we were just talking about, about the negative 1,000? Yes, I did hear that. Absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, what happens now is... Uh, Vinny, you give a list of three things that you think are a hot mess this week. So let's start it off with hot mess number one. Okay, but you told me I had to exclude my wife, my, my wife, so I couldn't put that in there. 
All right. So the first thing, <laughs> the first thing we're going to talk about, because I, you know, your topic was Trump, which is everybody's topic. Um, you know, Trump is going to have to t- change his stance on the whole building the wall thing because uh, recent news, um, a sex offender, a, a big sex offender, an inter- and an international drug dealer from Canada swam across the river and entered Minnesota illegally. So uh, I heard Ooh. Trump is going to build the wall north now and make Alanis Morissette and the band Rush pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) I was just talking about Alanis Morissette because uh, you know how Ryan Reynolds and and she used to be engaged, and then uh, he... I forgot forgot that, right. Yeah, and after that, he, like, married Scarlett Johansson, and now he's with Blake Lively. He's just, and, and, but the the rumor was that he was, uh, uh, he likes the fellas, and after he and Alanis broke up, I, um, uh, and and apparently that was, you know, that really hurt her. I saw her open for Matchbox 20 at the Garden, and uh, she, she was singing ironic, and she said, it's like meeting the man of my dreams, and I'm meeting his beautiful husband. And the whole crowd was like, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> That's cold. <laughs> and hot, hot mess number two, sir. Hot mess number two is, uh, you know, the whole gun control thing is kind of out of control. Um, Florida, <laughs> my favorite state in the world. Um, there's actually a Navy SEAL developed a gun, an assault rifle, with, with the Knights Templar symbol on it. So it would repel a Muslim from using it. <laughs> and I heard also they put a they put a pinch of garlic on it to repel vampires. Also, so. <laughs> I appreciate you coming up with the with the ta- the tags the taglines in this. You you were not uh, you didn't need to come up with jokes, but I appreciate the uh, the effort here. Great, creative, um, yeah. very creative. Yeah, the the wizard. The, the wizard never does that, does he, Weeks? No, he never does. That's something that uh, the wizard can't can't do, I guess. <laughs> I'm afraid to do my third one, then. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your final hot mess? My final hot mess, also a topic you were coming up with, is uh, the great uh, the great Pope coming to visit New York City. And uh, during that, you know, Mayor de Blasio, I don't know if you're aware, but he uh, made sure there was 250 more beds for homeless people. And, oh, wow. uh, you know, and it had nothing to do with, you know, cleaning up the streets so the media coverage didn't show all the homeless problem there. It had nothing to do with that. But my point <laughs> is that a, ma- a man in a white dress can do that. Imagine what Caitlyn Jenner could do. If she, she <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> Now, it's obvious that you've been listening this this entire time. Uh, how did you even know where to find the show? Uh, see, it's a, Google, Google is an amazing thing. Google really? Google is an amazing thing. That's all I'm saying. It I is. Googled it, and there it was right there. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, that, that, is, that is some and weird and wild and stuff. And plus, I'm, I'm so neurotic, I just wanted to make sure you weren't making fun of me beforehand, so I knew what I was walking into. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. So are both of you lubed up and ready to joke off? Oh, I got sure. jokes. Son. Sure. All right. Uh, let's open that up.
Weeks, kick us off. Federer fan, Jesus Aparicio, fell into a coma in 2004 and just woke up in disbelief that Federer is still at the top of the tennis world. Ironically, he was watching a Roger Federer match 11 years ago that put Aparicio in the coma in the first place. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on, man. Back to sleep. <laughs> Excellent. All right, I've got England's longest-serving dominatrix. 66-year-old mistress Susan Dawson is retiring after 20 years of, as she puts it, spanking some very well-known men. If she'd only waited three years to retire, she'd be her own punchline. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Pennsylvania suburban man Arthur Brown wraps his house in tinfoil for fear of alien abduction. At least the brown house stays warm and fresh, like those sandwiches that I eat on the toilet. Uh. <laughs> do, you, do you still do that? Do you still eat uh, steak and sandwiches on the toilet? Yeah, uh. that's the best place to do it. Gas <laughs> station, man. Uh. <laughs> Wait, Vinny, you, you uh. eat sandwiches in the toilet in the gas station? I, no, I try. I only try to do either or. I wouldn't put them both together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my second favorite state, um, Arizona. So Flagstaff, Arizona. Police rescued a skunk that was trapped inside a yogurt container, or as John Weeks calls it, dinner. <laughs> <laughs> The Russian world chess president claims chess was not invented by Russians, but by aliens who picked him up from his apartment in a flying saucer and took him to outer space for a day. Funny, Arthur Brown didn't sound like a Russian name to me. (laughs) (laughs) Little callback there. Okay. Again, Florida. Love it. Florida man Robert Treadmore. Is suspected of breaking into a bar to steal alcohol and defecating on the floor. A large <laughs> bottle of Sambuca was found by the man's poop. The poop perk <laughs> told the cops he's just a big fan of Danny Thomas. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Danny Thomas used to pay hookers to shit on a glass table uh, over him. And then in the, another version of the story, there was no glass table. It was shit directly on his chest. See, I only heard the glass table part. I didn't hear that there was no glass table. I guess yeah. I didn't want to that. And apparently Stephen Sondheim uh, also, that, that, that homeless guy that I accidentally banged, um, well, I mean, intentionally, but I didn't realize he was homeless till after. Uh, he, he told he told me that uh, that, that he, he shat on Stephen Sondheim's chest. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wild rabbits have taken over Langley, Washington, as residents complain about feces everywhere. Oh, hang on. I'm just getting word that this wasn't the work of wild rabbits. This was the pooper, Robert Predmore. <laughs> <laughs> you had a little uh, Elmer Fudd there, Wild Wabbits. Wild Wabbits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Swedish professor Eric Billing has launched a campaign against sex robots. 
Billy says he's concerned that humans having sexual relations with robots will foster unhealthy attitudes towards sex and gender relations. And John Weeks thinks that guy's full of shit. That's right, damn true. (laughs) 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 Japanese tourist Adeto Ueda died after falling while trying to take a selfie at the Taj Mahal. Jeez, I hope he's okay. (laughs) (laughs) A 25-year-old British woman, Gail Newman, has been convicted of of assault after posing as a man in a two-year relationship and using a prosthetic penis during sex. I wonder if it would be harder to use a prosthetic vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Weak, is it? Sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska man Travis Richard believes that he and his son were poisoned by a methamphetamine-tainted coffee maker at an Omaha hotel. He believed this to be true after his son walked all the way to Michigan and back in about a half hour. New <laughs> 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 uh, York City Police Union Chief Patrick Lynch called it irresponsible, unjust, and un-American to criticize cops who slammed retired tennis star James Blake to the ground after they mistook him for an actual criminal. In other news, this dude's last name is Lynch. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. (laughs) A North Carolina woman is charged with castration. Castration. I couldn't get that word out. That was a scary word for me. Castration (laughs) after after biting her boyfriend's testicles. Or as I call it, the worst blowjob ever. (laughs) (laughs) A federal jury on Monday convicted a Colorado man of murdering his wife by shoving her from a cliff while they hiked in Rocky Mountain National Park on their 12th wedding anniversary. I mean, this guy is a real jerk. (laughs) (laughs) I say so. The 61-year-old former owner of the Peanut Corporation of America now faces life in prison after allegedly knowingly shipping tainted peanut butter. So I got in trouble every time my nut butter was tainted. I mean, come on! (laughs) In an insane move, the Emmy showed a montage of the final scenes of many shows that ended this year. This was met with such criticism that even Frances McDormand gave a shoulder shrug of disapproval. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, After her Emmy win Sunday Amy Amy Schumer said her friend Jennifer Lawrence texted her That she looked pretty but not smart Which reminds me of John Weeks (laughs) (laughs) You're really going after Weeks tonight I can't help it He's an easy target (laughs) Why thank you (laughs) A fanatic religious man In a uh, dress gave a speech to Congress today, and no, it wasn't Lindsey Graham. Peter filed a lawsuit in Sampo to ensure the right to some now famous selfie photographs belong to a chimp. No word, however, on whom Peter sued to ensure a chimp is the current Republican presidential frontrunner for 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, we might get sued like he did Bill Maher now. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. So Mark got hammered for that one. Uh, $5 million. Alba- yeah. Albuquerque bus driver Jeremy Perrier. <laughs> I don't remember what this was about. Jeremy Perrier crashed into, uh, into three cars back in July of 2014 <laughs> because he took both hands off the wheel to eat a burrito. This would have never happened if he got that crunch wrap from Taco Bell. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Oh my God, you're right. You're right. Genius. Let's ex- let me let me, yeah. I was right the whole time. Let let me explain what happened to to Vinny here. So uh, I, it was one of these moments a couple of weeks ago where where we were talking about. Um, uh, some some sort of uh, burritos or tacos or something, and then I was saying something and realized uh, realized in the middle of it that it made no sense, and John Weeks kind of realized it immediately. But I'm going to play you the clip, and you'll know why we laughed so hard just now at an unfunny joke. So here. I remember when I was in L.A. that Taco Bell had this delicious crunch wrap or something that you could – it was meant to eat when you drove. So I would – after like <laughs> – Leaving work at midnight, I would eat this delicious crunch wrap from Taco Bell at like 1 a.m. in Burbank, and it was, you know, it was. Uh, what the hell does the crunch have to do with driving? That's what it's gonna It was like it was it was put together in a form that was easy to handle while driving. And it's a regular wrap? Does it make that so? It was not a regular wrap. It almost was like kind of a pizza, but wrapped in crunch. (laughs) 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 See, now that proved this, the thing you said about the Albuquerque driver proves that I was right the whole time, John Weeks. Absolutely correct. If this man had that burrito, he would have been alive today, right? Yeah, and and if I didn't, I would have crashed into three cars. That's exactly right. I feel like you're going to avoid all these car accidents and this, this uh, health care and everything. I mean, we could save so much money if we had these burritos everywhere. <laughs> and uh, close up the old joke bag, Weeks. Yes, sir. In an apparent murder-suicide, a pair of paranormal investigators who appeared on the hit travel channel series Ghost Adventures was following a standoff with police. Thankfully, however, Ernie Hudson has confirmed that he will be in the next Ghostbusters film. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, man, I cannot thank you enough. You knocked it out of the park. We might, we might have to replace the wizard. Weeks, you think we? We, we, we might have, have to. We might have to. <laughs> Thanks, it was awesome. Thank you very much. It was such a pleasure. Yeah, man. Thanks for doing it. Pleasure and honor, sir. All right, man. I will. Uh, I, uh, Vinny, I will not see you tomorrow because I think I'm going to go see R. Kelly by myself at the Barclays Center. Yeah, just make sure he doesn't pee on you, dude. I'll try. It's never a guarantee, but I will try. And uh, uh, I'll see you, though. Uh, I'll see you next week, and don't get captured. You got it, brother. Be cool. Take it easy, you man. Too. Bye. Take care, buddy. Good night. All right. That was the joke off in the Hot Mess Awards. Uh, John Weeks. Um, now, 
we were we were discussing uh, Gilbert before, right? And yeah, um, and and we were talking about the uh, the 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 casual knowledge of the name, and then let's go to um, let's go let's just go through the Buscemi clips here. Now I have here. a list yeah, of names right. to ask you about. Oh yeah. Okay, just people recollection. <laughs> okay, of any one. All right. Well, we Danny Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, William Hickey. See, now, I, we were in a movie, Tales from the Dark Side, but I was not in his segment. Ah. Had you watched the movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I worked with Joe Pantoliano was in a film, <laughs> I'm not going to remember, oh, it was called Zandali. It was in New Orleans, and he played a... Uh, Transvestite. He was like in drag the whole film. You're nodding your head, but I know you haven't seen this film. I've, I've seen it years ago. Really? Yeah. I saw Trees Lounge. Okay. I've seen a I, lot of stuff. I can promise you I haven't seen the film <laughs> or anything else you've been. <laughs> I think I saw Zandali on VHS. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would have been about right. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to. I would. I would. I would like to direct more, and come back and do your show in another ten years, so Gilbert could, you know, not have seen the movies I directed too. I can virtually guarantee that. I have no interest in your career. I'm going to do the Danny Thomas story. Now you got me. You like you sucked me into this. Yes. Well, that's what Danny Kay and Lawrence Olivier would suck each other into this. Well, I would like to know. (laughs) For the record, I don't care. Gilbert doesn't care. I'd like to know a lot, but we're we're never going to get to it. I don't remember anyone you've ever worked with. <laughs> I don't. And, and I have no idea what you do for a living. So. <laughs> and I just want to talk about Paul Winchell. <laughs> and this has been Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal podcast. Except today. <laughs> September 11th. For some reason, I I don't know. I I would stop by firehouses and say yeah. hi to yeah. the firemen. And um, I remember at one firehouse I visited, the firemen said, "Yeah, I people have been sending us like stuff like socks." <laughs> I don't know. We don't need any socks, but they keep sending us socks. And I said, oh, I could use some socks. Uh, Why did I know where that was going? (laughs) So I left with a big bag of socks because of September 11th. Yes, well, another positive from from September 11th. <laughs> last question. You got a last question? Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, be about him. I'm so afraid now. 
Do you like to suck cock? <laughs> Not as much as I used to. <laughs> well, I, if it was a comedian. I... You know, we we got to wrap, wrap up, but hearing all these really makes me want to hear more about tampons. Don't you want to hear a little bit about tampons? Oh, definitely. I, I miss that stuff. Come on. Yeah, definitely. I want to hear a lot about tampons. <laughs> yeah, all right. We got to hear about some tampons, bro. Here. Yes. Just putting it up in, insert it, and then just pull the cardboard out. Put put it up in what? You said serve in your, it. The banner. In the what? Yeah. In your butt. Uh, your, uh, did, you, did you say in my in my butt? Your butt. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, up the front of your butt. Just stick it in there. Um, and now, are there are there safer ways to to handle this situation, or you just think up the butt's the easiest way to go? Yeah, just stick it up your javanus, and that's it, honey. And just pull it, uh, pull the cardboard out. It'll stay in there, and then uh, whenever you get ready to change, just no, no, I, I don't need to. <laughs> Do ladies put them yeah, up the butt? Yeah, but no, they put them up their vagina. They don't put them up their butt. It's just for oh, the javina from the, the javina. Yeah, javina. Yeah, it's to keep. It's just for like when you're on your period. Ladies, they use them when they're on their period. And they so can wear baby suits or whatever. And then, no, they don't eat them. <laughs> oh, goodness. You're saying to change it a few oh times God. a day so it doesn't get oversaturated and, and leak? Yeah. Yeah. It'll, you know, it, it gets pretty dirty and smelly if you leave it in very long at a time. So. Yeah, usually, especially if it's up the butt. Um, but let me get crazy. Let's just say I leave it in, right? I forget to take it out, which has happened more than once. Um, and I have somebody over. Things get hot and heavy. Things get crazy, and the tampon goes too far up, and I lose the string. What happens then? Uh, you'll have to go to the emergency room and have them to take it out. Aww. That's what a friend of mine did. She forgot about it and left it in too long, and she and, had to... And she had sex? Yes, okay. Yeah, she had sex and then she <laughs> had to go get it pulled out because she couldn't reach it. And and, and, and the guy didn't notice that he was uh, he had some extra cushion. Well, I guess not. That's what I thought. I thought, well, it looks like they would know it whenever they. But anyway, she didn't. So she had to go to the emergency room and they took it out for. Her. She was really embarrassed. But um, what do I do after? After what? Like you change? Yeah, like after I change it, yeah. You got where you change it, and when you take it out, just dispose of it, and then uh, put a new one in. And do dispose of it where? Like, do do I eat it? In the trash. <laughs> just throw it in the trash. Oh, so so I don't eat it. Because one of my friends eat said it. that she eats them. Oh, you've got to be kidding! No, she 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 sent me a picture. Are we talking about the same thing? I'm talking about a tampon. <laughs> yeah. So so my friend Dude, was you saying. I'm I'm just asking. Like I said, I'm new to this. You're the uh, you're the expert over here. My friend said when she's done, she instead of throwing it out because it's wasteful, she eats it like a gusher. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
God, I can't imagine anybody doing that. But uh, it's some, good to have, some, she said sometimes she all over it. she said sometimes she freezes them and makes cherry popsicle sticks. <laughs> oh God. Well, I think she needs help, but um, that's beside the point. Um, I'm sorry. Like, like up it, like, like in, like how you were saying to put it up the butt or vagina. What about up, up the penis? It, it only goes in the genitals. You don't uh, put it in. In, in the, the what? Penis at all, I'm right? sorry. You, you, it goes up where? You, you said a word that I didn't hear before. The same. I'm not pronouncing it very well. The same word you said that. Instead of the penis, the other it goes up the butt. Vagina. Uh, <laughs> oh, but okay, but, yeah. I just call it a JJ or a ew ew. <laughs> okay, and if you put it up that, that's the only thing. I, I don't. It won't fit on a penis or anything like that. So. No, no, no. I, I don't mean to, to fit it on it. I mean like like a where where the the urine and 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 semen's come out to just plug it up. Uh, no. <laughs> just not on your in your service. I just wanted you to put it up in there and then when you put it in you just pull you're holding the cardboard as you stick it in. And then you just pull the cardboard out and it's the tampon will stay in there. In, in and my, there's a string on there. In my body. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> So, are you supposed to wear the tampon um, when, when you're having your period, or just like you're just supposed to put it in when you're having sex? It's not a. T- it's just. Like, it's like a female condom, right, or something, or what? What is this? Like, I think it has. I think it has HIV preventative medicine in it. So I'm not really sure. I don't know if you wear it all the time, and it soaks up the medicine up in in the cooch. Because you gotta think, because you gotta think about this. If you're having, if you're on your period, and you would, that's when you, that's the absolute time where you'd want to have protected sex because that's when the chances are increased for getting HIV is that there's blood being passed from back and yeah. forth. You know, so it's funny. It's like so calling it a tampon, even if you're supposed to wear it any time. It's just weird to me that they would call it an HIV preventing tampon. It's strange. <laughs> anyway, it, I wish there was. It's, it's, it's difficult to talk about these things when there's not a woman on the air, you know what I mean? I always feel slightly like like a jerk having comments about, you know. I, <laughs> okay, so anyway, yeah, but that's, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, man, that was like 10 minutes of straight tampon talk, but it was worth it. That was amazing. I loved it. I, I love tampons now. I love it. I love it. I love older Trigel. we got to get him back. He was amazing. Yes, we got to grab that that uh, beer and non-beer for me. Um, That's right. <laughs> the, the I should point out that the 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 lady uh, I think at a Walmart with the the tampon uh, who couldn't pronounce vagina sh- uh, that comes from Friday Night Cranks, which is a great podcast. So uh, go to FridayNightCranks dot com because I have no idea if playing any of that shit was legal, um, but it was fantastic. And um, oh, yeah. you should also uh, go to um, subscribe to Gilbert Gottfried's podcast on the iTunes or Overcast or whatever you use. And um, 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 uh, the the other one uh, is from uh, Blazing Right Backstage featuring owner Tikel, which uh, you should, uh, you know, I hope you're one of the 1,300 people list. I can't believe that Vinny knew 
Like he was listening the whole time, and I didn't give him any information on how to find the show. I, don't, I didn't. I didn't even give him the name of the show or nothing. Jesus. I mean, well, he's pretty resourceful, though. I mean, that, that tells you something. The people are out there; they're listening to the show, and they know how to get there. You build it, they'll come. <laughs> Suddenly, you just turned into Chris Matthews. You're like, they know how to get there. <laughs> and I felt it, it tingled down my leg. Um. <laughs> What is your favorite scene now that we have um, that that show on NBC at 11:35 at night that features that guy from Saturday Night Live from many years ago who was not very funny on SNL but apparently he's funny now I wouldn't know I don't fucking watch but Good Burger was on <laughs> last night and uh, the Keenan and Kel reunited and that brings me to think that that sketch first started on all that and all that was where Amanda Bynes launched her career. Uh, so then I was thinking about what's your favorite scene in the in in the movie. She's I remember when I was in L.A. that Taco Bell had this delicious crunch wrap or something that you could. It was meant to eat when you drove. So I would after like leaving work at midnight, I would eat this delicious. Crunch wrap from Taco Bell at like 1 a.m. in Burbank, and it was, you know, it was. Uh, what the hell does the crunch have to do with driving? That's oh my god, that was that was incredibly amazing. You did like a six degree separation of uh, men to buy That was yes. awesome. Good on you, Kevin Bacon. Uh, my favorite scene. She's the main man, secretly the bank man. It's got to be when Amanda Bates plays a deeply disturbed man who's just had enough of life and he's really going crazy in this downward spiral of insanity. And here it is. She plays a man uh, named Bill Foster. I've passed the point of no return. You know what that is, Beth? That's the point of the journey where it's longer to go back to the beginning. It's like when those astronauts got in trouble. I don't know. Somebody messed up, and they had to get them back to Earth. But they had passed the point of no return. They were on the other side of the moon. They were out of contact for, like, hours. Everybody waited to see if a bunch of dead guys in a can would pop out. I'm on the other side of the moon, Beth, now, and everybody, everybody's going to have to wait until I pop out. The police are here, Bill. Did you know, Beth, that in some South American countries, it's still legal to kill your wife if she insults you? Uh, and this is the other quote from that movie. So I'm the bad guy. Yes. How did that happen? I did everything they told me to. Did you know I built missiles? I helped to protect America. You should be rewarded for that. But instead, they give it to the plastic surgeons. You know, they lied to me. Is that what this is all about? You're angry because you got lied to? Is that why my chicken dinner is drying out in the oven? Hey, they lie to everyone. They lie to the fish. But that doesn't give you any special rights to do what you did today. The only thing that makes you special is that little girl of yours. Now let's go. Let's go. And that's my favorite scene. She's the main man. She's your main face thing. The film falling down. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Now what the hell is your favorite scene? She's the main man. What the hell is falling down? Who is? What is that? Falling Down is a strange movie. It's it's a movie I don't know why. My friends and I liked it ever since uh, elementary school. But it's uh, Michael Douglas, Robert Duvall, and it's about this guy who just, uh, you know, kind of had, had um, 
he hates his job. He's getting a divorce. His wife's taking the child. He's kind of like falls downward into the spiral and then these, you know, cultures and uh, he goes from store to store. For instance, he goes into a Korean store and thinks everything's a ripoff. And it's just like this, it's sad but comical in a way, movie of a man who kind of loses his identity and, and you know, it's kind of relevant to today, but it's almost made, made almost like 30, 20, 30 years ago. It's a weird movie. You should see it. It was up for an Academy Award, but I forgot who won it. Oh, or, yeah, for, for the for actor? I think so, yes. It, it was a, it was a, it's often an overlooked movie. It's it's disturbing, though. So if you watch it, uh, I warned you. <laughs> it's from, I should watch it when? No, I, I just warned you. It, it, uh, it's just disturbing. It's from the 80s, 90s? I think it's from the 80s. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, and what's your favorite scene? Yes, my favorite scene, and she's my remember to mind to mind mine is um, is this, dear Nandugu. <laughs> my name is Warren R. Schmidt, and I am your new foster father. Let's see, personal information. All right. I live in Omaha, Nebraska. My older brother, Harry, lives in Roanoke, Virginia with his wife, Estelle. Harry lost a leg two years ago to diabetes. I am 66 years old and recently retired as assistant vice president and actuary at Woodmen of the World Insurance Company. And God damn it, if they didn't replace me with some kid who... All right, so maybe he's got a little theory under his belt and can plug a few numbers into a computer, but I could tell right off he doesn't know a damn thing about genuine real-world risk assessment or managing a department for that matter, the cocky bastard. Anyway, 66 must sound pretty old to a young fellow like yourself. The truth is, it sounds pretty old to me, too. But when I look in the mirror and see the wrinkles around my eyes and the sagging skin on my neck and the hair in my ears and the veins on my ankles, I can't believe it's really me. When I was a kid, I used to think that maybe I was special, that somehow destiny would tap me to be a great man, not like Henry Ford or Walt Disney or somebody like that, but somebody, you know, semi-important. I got a degree in business and statistics and was planning to start my own business someday, build it into a big corporation, watch it go public, you know, maybe make the Fortune 500. It was going to be one of those guys you read about, but somehow it just didn't work out that way. you got to remember, I had a top-notch job at Woodman and a family to support. I couldn't exactly put their security at risk. Helen, that's my wife, she wouldn't have allowed it. But what about my family, you might ask? What about my wife and daughter? Don't they give me all the pride and satisfaction I ever want? Helen and I have been married 42 years. Lately, every night I find myself asking the same question. Who is this old woman who lives in my house? Why is it that every little thing she does irritates me? Like the way she gets the keys out of her purse long before we reach the car 
and how she throws our money away on ridiculous little collections and tossing out perfectly good food just because the expiration date is passed and her obsession, her obsession with trying new restaurants and the way she cuts me off when I try to speak and I hate the way she sits and the way she smells. For years now she has insisted I sit when I urinate. My promise to lift the seat and wipe the rim and put the seat back down wasn't good enough for her. No! But then there's Janine. She's our only. I bet she'd like you. She gets a big kick out of different languages and cultures and so forth. She used to get by pretty good in German. She'll always be my little girl. She lives out in Denver, so we don't get to see her much anymore. Oh, sure, we stay in touch by phone every couple weeks, and she comes out for the holidays sometimes, but not as often as we'd like. She has a position of some responsibility out there with a high-tech computer outfit, so it's very hard for her to break away. Recently, she got engaged, so I suppose we'll be seeing even less of her now. The fellow's name is Randall Herzl. He's got a sales job of some sort. Maybe Jeannie is... Oh, did I say Janine before? I messed up my own daughter's name. Maybe Jeannie is a little past her prime, but I still think she could have done a heck of a lot better. I mean, this guy is not, he's just not up to snuff, if you ask me. Not for my little girl. I'll close now and get this in the mail. Here I am, rambling on and on, and you probably want to hurry on down and cash that check and get yourself something to eat. So, take it easy and best of luck with all your endeavors. Yours, very truly, Warren Schmidt. And that's my favorite scene to see the man with the man. Wow. Yes. 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 Wow. <laughs> that was better than watching it. <laughs> oh, and, oh my uh, God. Seriously, that was great. I, I, I loved it. Uh, oh, my God. It, that, it dragged me into it. It was That was great. Very good. Very nice. I don't know about all that. Did, did you, uh, did, did, do you have a new single for us to hear yet? Oh, no. Not yet. Listen. I went to Europe. I was also doing other things in Europe other than uh, this trip. I was uh, rat stuff? Uh, getting some other artists, such as DJ Tiesto. So DJ, DJ Tiesto is also ah. working on Mousy's <laughs> new album. Uh, he's going to be on the single along with uh, Martha Stewart and 50 Cent. And uh, they're reworking the entire single. So it's coming out soon, very soon. So... Just be ready for it. It could be an international hit now. Now that we got Tiesto working on this. What's it called? <laughs> Mousy's House. That's the album oh. name. Mousy's the single, I, I don't have a name for it yet. It's it's just, I, I can't wait for it, though. It's going to be great. You know, you can tell, <laughs> you tell your age when you say something like DJ Tiesto instead of just Tiesto. I took my ass down to to the electronic <laughs> zoo and I saw myself some DJ Tiesto and some DJ Skrillex and some DJ Diplo and some DJ Calvin Harris and some DJ Zay. <laughs> And some DJ 
say Tazzy <laughs> Jeff, which is more my time. <laughs> You're right about that one, Tommy boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. I can think of no. Hey, John Weeks, I had a really good time tonight. How about you? I had a great time. I think this is a great show. You know, it's good to be back, and it's good to be talking with you again. You know, it's always a pleasure and honor, and this show was very well done, I have to say. It just, it just feels that way. <laughs> right back at you, Slick. Uh, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And um, there was a one time I went to a play, <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was directed by uh, a friend of ours who's uh, Rip Torn's new wife because the old wife is long gone. And uh, we uh, saw the play and then afterwards we went to uh, uh, like a, a cast party with everyone at a restaurant and... Uh, Rip Torn was there, and he was—I mean, he was—he has the reputation of getting very drunk, and he was going around uh, arm wrestling everybody, and he—he he beat everybody in the room, and th- this was many, many years ago. Um, and then when it finally got to me, I had the grip, and then I—I I, I beat him. And after that, he gets up and he goes, he says, somebody owes me a martini. (laughs) (laughs) And what are you going to do with that Barbie doll? Oh my God! You're gonna go on a night, maybe see a movie. You're gonna catch the sights. You're gonna go to Colorado, see some of the mountains over there, and give her a nice shove right down those mountains so she can get a better view of it. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night.